Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hey everybody and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle. And this is November 30th, which is our 30th year anniversary for my wife and I. Uh, 30 years and five kids later and spouses and one grandson. (laughs) It just doesn't seem possible. But uh, Tammy has been an amazing um, wife, confidant, lover, um, friend, I uh, love to wake up to her every morning that I get the privilege of. And uh, anyway, um, just wanted to share our life a little bit with you. But I am now uh, continuing on with part seven of the kingdom. So part seven, and I'm going to get into the pillars of the kingdom, the, the, the actual uh, parts of the kingdom that we put on on a regular basis that we should put on on a regular basis. So right, his righteousness, your victory. So I'm calling this his righteousness, your victory, and that we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on our worst day. Now, what does that mean? If um, So we're talking about putting on the kingdom of God. Um, If you've accepted Jesus, the Bible says you should also put on the Lord Jesus Christ. You put on the spirit. (coughs) Excuse me. You put. (coughs) Sorry about that. You put on the spirit. And you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So it's it's by us putting on and allowing the spirit of the living God to manifest in our lives. Take a quick drink there. There we go. <clears throat> when we put on the Lord Jesus Christ, when we we put on righteousness, peace, joy, grace, truth, th- these are things that need to be manifested. I've I've been dealing for the last uh, few weeks on First Corinthians thirteen thirteen, which I believe are like the foundations of the kingdom, where uh, it says in First Corinthians thirteen, these three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And these three things, so, you know, once again, these three things remain. There are certain things that you need to manifest. And that's what we're going to be talking about today and over the next several weeks. And But there are things that remain. Every person has faith, hope, and love every day. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if you're an orphan, if you've lost a loved one, if you're suffering with attacks and bouts of depression. It just doesn't matter um, to faith, hope, and love because they will never leave you. Are they hard to find? Does it seem impossible that you you, you just lost your faith or you you don't have any more hope or you don't feel the love? I want to let you know they're available. Just knowing that they're available change is the game changer, okay? So you can go back and listen to those over again or listen to them the first time. 
But today I want to deal with His righteousness, your victory. So in this podcast, I want to share and set the stage um, for the pillars of the kingdom. And the pillars of the kingdom, these are things that you put on. These are things that you are establishing every day. Righteousness, peace, joy, grace, and truth. The Bible says this, that the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but it is in righteousness, peace, joy. And then Jesus was full of grace and truth. And out of the abundance of his heart, he would begin to speak the the, the message of grace and truth. Of, of the kingdom of God. It's the king, the, the kingdom of God, the king, the gospel of the kingdom. That the, the, the gospel of the kingdom is not about eating and drinking. It's not about the rules and the regulations and just doing what you need to do to, to, you know, check the boxes and make sure you've done what you're supposed to do. No, it's not necessarily about that. You will check boxes out of a relationship, not out of a do and don't. It's not out of earn, deserve. It's all about the free gift of God. But it here's the deal. It takes, it costs nothing to go to the kingdom of heaven. But it, it costs time and, and, and dedication and um, going before the Lord on a regular basis to bring the kingdom to earth. Nothing to go to the kingdom, everything to bring it to earth. It's where Jesus is my savior, causing me to be able to have eternal life. Um, Jesus, my Lord, gives me the ability to establish the kingdom on the earth. The Bible says in Luke chapter 11, verse 2, when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Spend time praising God every day. This is what Jesus said when, when the disciples, I'm just reiterating something I spoke about last week, but hear the word of the Lord. Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. And, he, and the very first thing you need to do is praise God. That sets the atmosphere. And then you are to call forth for the kingdom of God to come. If the the kingdom of God can come, the kingdom of God can go. The glory that we have compared to the glory that Moses had in the old covenant is like his is none at all because his was passing away. The reason why he kept on veiling his face, some scholars say this because he didn't want people to see that the glory had departed. The thing, the wow factor when he came down off that mountain and he was glowing and shining because he was in the divine presence of God. Arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is seen upon you. That he, the, the people saw the kingdom, the glory of God manifesting in his life, but it was dissipating because there was no um, blood of the perfect lamb shed. Jesus did not pay for the price as of yet. And so, there was no accessibility to the kingdom of God from the inside out. This is an inside out job. God is resident on the inside of us. And because of the blood of Jesus Christ, now we have accessibility to bring the kingdom of God into this realm. And so we need to understand that faith, hope, and love, you got that. All of humanity's got that. That's not going to dissipate. Okay? But you you got to understand this, the pillars of the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace and joy, grace and truth. 
all must be manifested to be able to participate in what the power they have to give you sustainability in this life. So the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 11, verse 2, that we are to call forth the kingdom to come on a regular basis. So that, once again, the five pillars that we need to be built in our lives every day, it's a daily thing. He said, give us this day in that prayer. He said, give us this day our daily bread. It's a, it's a daily thing. And so each and every day, we have to have regimented into our daily uh, practices a time where we manifest the kingdom of God, the glory of God to come into this realm. Once again, we need to manifest righteousness, peace, joy, grace, and truth. Every day, you got to clothe yourself with robes of righteousness. You got to every day clothe your mind and your heart with the peace that passes all understanding. Every day, you got to put on the oil of joy for a spirit of heaviness. Every day, you got to call on the greater grace than the evil of the day. Every day, you got to manifest the truth and then step into it to receive the freedom that you need for that day. The, this I, I can't impress upon you enough that we must manifest the kingdom of God. We got to call it forth. We have to release it. God's job is to build a church. You're, you, if you're a preacher out there, you're a minister, you're a leader. It's not your job to build the church. He's building the church. But he doesn't build a church unless the ecclesia releases the, the church, unless the church releases the kingdom of God. We need to learn how to release the kingdom of God into this realm so that our Father will see his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and you will create an atmosphere. It's everything, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going back here, listen to, listen to this. Everything is voice activated. Everything. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made except it was made by a spoken Word. You need to speak the Word of the Lord, the Dabar. What is the daily bread? What is the Word of God that you are supposed to speak forth and create something brand new that has never been before? Every day when you wake up, it's an unknown property. It is an unknown place. Yeah, you may be in your your promised land, but you're waking up and every Everything changed on your promised land. There were rivers that were eroded. There were governments that were, uh, uh, you know, you know, have come down. There, there have governments that arose. There are economics uh, and, and companies that went bankrupt. There are other ones that are going through the roof, and you need to invest in them right away. They things change, and you need to understand. You got to change factor on the inside of you. You have a change agent and you have a whole wardrobe of possibilities and mantles that you can put on every day of your life. This is what we need. We need to put on the kingdom of God. You, how do you put on the kingdom of God? You are a fountain of living water. Um, Psalms chapter 27, 8. No, no. Psalms 24, 7. 
says this, that you are a gate and a door. Your mouth is the gate. Lift up your head, all ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Your mouth is the gate to this realm. You voice activate. Your words matter. And even if you don't see them producing, they are producing. They may be producing under the ground, and they may be producing in the back 40, but don't stop decreeing and declaring the word of the Lord and thanking him for the word and decreeing and declaring the word because it for, for sure will come to pass if you keep standing. Don't dig up your seed. Keep calling forth the kingdom of God to come, and it shall come forth. <laughs> So you, you need to keep speaking. Everything, like I said, is voice activated. You keep speaking the word and it will produce. And I just want to encourage you today. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't sit down and don't shut up. But continue, continue to call forth the kingdom of God, even when you don't feel that it's happening, even though you feel that it's it's now 1245 and the answer should have been here 45 minutes ago or 45 days ago or 45 months ago. Take time out of the equation and just keep speaking because for surely you will receive the, the answer if you keep on standing and decreeing and declaring the kingdom of God to come. Keep calling it forth in Jesus, Jesus mighty name. You will see it. So I just want to step right in here and I want to begin to speak a little bit more on the specific topic of righteousness. Say this after me, because of the, because of Jesus Christ, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on my worst day. So here, here's where it may sound a little complicated, but it's not. You are the righteousness of God on your worst day. See, your spirit, and this is what, and I'm going to go over this one more time. You are a spirit. You live in a body. You possess a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. You are, the essential part of you is that you are a spirit. God is spirit, and they that worship him will worship him in spirit and in truth. So you are a spirit. You are living in a physical body, having a, a soulish and physical experience. Your soul is capturing education and history and and. Uh, all these experiences and, 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 you know, identifying you as this culture or you, you, you may be found in different economical um, situations and, and you, you, you're living in this, in these two different worlds. You're living in the spiritual realm and you're living in the physical realm. The spiritual realm is the solid unseen realm that shifts and changes everything. And you, but you're also living in this physical and soulish realm that is being shifted and changed. The unchanging, solid spiritual realm, when it comes into the physical and soulish realm, it begins to shift, change, shift and change circumstances and situations because it is of a higher authority. And there are things that are of truth, that, that outweigh facts. And so when I say that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on your worst day, that's in your spirit. 
But now you have to put on that mentality. You have to understand that the, the, that you are saved, that your soul is being saved, and your body will be saved. But we live from our righteousness, not for our righteousness. I can be holy in my physical body and my soulish mind, my soul, my soul because I'm the righteousness of God. I, I live from and I fight from my righteousness and my victory of my salvation. So you have to understand, though, when, when you have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you, it's not holiness. Do you, do, you, do you want to be holy? Of course you do. You, you don't see the Lord unless, it's, unless you're holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Does that mean you're not going to have it? No, that doesn't mean that that's not what that's talking about. It's seeing it, what it's saying is if you don't understand uh, that living a, a life out of your righteousness, producing holiness, if you're not living holy, you can't see him. If, if you're not living according to the laws of the spirit, you, you won't be in cadence with the spirit and you won't be able to participate and your eyes won't be open to see and your ears will not be open to hear and nor will your mind be able to perceive. This is why we want to live, live our life out and become holy. You can be holy. Why? Because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, which was a free gift. But you need to now manifest righteousness, your righteousness, into your physical body, coming out of your, your, the, 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 your spirit, the, the doorway of your spirit and come out the gate of your mouth and release the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus came preaching grace and truth because out of the abundance of his heart, what he was full of is what he preached. And so the kingdom of God is also about grace and truth. So here's a beautiful truth about righteousness. You did not one thing to become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus except to believe. And so this is a question I want you to ask yourself. So what makes you think that you, by doing something bad or unrighteous, you can make yourself righteous because you did not make yourself righteous. You didn't become so holy that you could become righteous, but you understand that it was a free gift from God, your righteousness. So you need to say this, I live from righteousness, not for my righteousness. I live from victory, not for it. I'm living out of whose I am. I'm not living out from who I'm becoming. See, your, your soul, 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. For you to live a prosperous life in this physical and soulish realm, you need to understand that your, your soul needs to be renewed and it needs to prosper. How does it prosper? By putting the word of God into your life, by listening to these podcasts or similar podcasts or getting into... Uh, some services where there's an anointing and, and the, the, the preached word of God. And, and then you will begin to wash your mind with the word of God. And when you wash your mind and you, and you save your mind by the washing of the water of the word, you begin to fortify your will 
uh, and you begin to train your feelings. You, we need to move out of feelings and into our faith. We we cannot just be, you know. Well, what about my feelings? Are my feeling? Do my feelings matter? Of course they do, but they need to be trained. They need to be they need to be harnessed. You see, you are not the sum total of what you feel, what you taste. You're, you're not just a physical, soulish feeling. Uh, individual. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You've been saved to the uttermost. Nothing can separate you from the Father from this point on, from your salvation on. You can, your spirit, and see, some people act like the devil, even though they're saved because their soul, they might be a new creation and they haven't had time to renew their soul. You're, you, a lot of people are living in the kingdom with past life selfish cell um, self image. Let me say that again. A lot of people are now living, trying to live in the kingdom, but living their life in the kingdom with the past life self image problems. We we must allow our souls to be renewed so that we can put on the Lord Jesus Christ. The, the more that you renew your mind, the greater level of the anointing can can flow through your mind because the, the spirit flows through the supernatural power of God flows through the transformed mind. The more your mind is transformed by the word of God, the greater opportunity you have to put on your righteousness. Now, uh, let me just read a couple of scriptures to you here. Romans 5, 17. Uh, For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one, the Lord Jesus Christ. So um, let me just see. For Let's go down to verse 19 of Romans chapter 5. For as by one man's disobedience, disobedience. Many were made sinners. So also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. So what I'm talking about right now is the pillar and and the robe of righteousness. Those are just two, you know, ideas of of talking about what righteousness is. Um, You put on righteousness. You, you, the righteousness that's on inside of you can be manifested uh, on the outside of you. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about righteousness as, as a key component to your life. And when you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, you're putting on righteousness, peace, and joy, grace, and truth. So, um, so at verse Let's go to verse 20. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, I love this scripture in Ephesians 2.10. It says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works that he predestined, planned beforehand, 
for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So we have these good paths that God wants us to walk upon. And in the midst of it, we need to be manifesting the kingdom of God. There, When you operate in your righteousness, you are operating, you're putting on a, a, a garment, a robe that actually causes the favor of God to come upon your life. Let's turn, turn to, uh, if you have your Bible, turn to Psalms 512. It says, for surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. See, what happens in the new covenant is that when you manifest the robe of righteousness and you put that on, you then begin to be blessable material in your physical body and in your soul. There's an attraction that begins to happen in this physical realm. There's a blessing that comes when you wear the robe of righteousness. Psalms 512 says, For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. I want to decree and declare that, that you are blessed and you are blessed. He blessed. Why are you blessed? Because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are blessed because of the ability that you have to bring forth the kingdom of God. Why does Jesus want us to pray that the kingdom would come? Because you begin to be blessable material when you manifest righteousness, peace, and joy. He, I'm going to be talking about peace in, 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 a, in a, oh, probably the next episode. And the king of peace is looking for a landing pad of peace. So it's, it's very important that we live the life of the spirit. That Galatians 5.25 says, if we live in the spirit, we should also walk in the spirit. So you can live in the spirit, meaning that you are born again. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But we also need to live in this. We need to also, sorry, walk in the spirit. That means that we are manifesting the very thing that is on the inside of you. It says in um, uh, Matthew chapter 633, it says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. You got to seek it. How do you seek it? If you seek it, if you knock, if you if you ask, it will be found. It will come to you. And you need to seek first the kingdom of God, which is the son of his love. And you need to seek his righteousness, that which he gave to you, that you are absolutely one with in your spirit. You need to bring forth in this physical and soulish realm and allow it to be manifested. Hallelujah. Okay, let's let's get into a little bit of the nitty gritty of righteousness and and, um, break it down a little even more. So as one of the pillars of the kingdom, righteousness, um, the Greek word is dikaios, or, or dikaios. Um, righteousness is all about proper alignment. Righteousness is all about being in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing. Second uh, Corinthians five twenty one says, "For he made him who knew no sin to to be sin for us, that we might become become the righteousness of God 
in him. Here's the Passion Translation. For God made only one who did not know sin to become sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God through our union with him. So we are the righteousness of God, and in the physical and soulless realm, we are becoming the righteousness of God. But righteousness in, in the spirit and in the physical has to do with alignment. We are aligning ourselves with the blood. We're aligning ourselves with the resurrection. We are aligning ourselves with the truth about the gospel of the kingdom, and, and we got saved. We, so in the, in the physical realm, it's the same righteousness has to do about your place. It has to do with, you know, your right standing. It has to do with the right timings. It has to do with a lot with obedience. It's a a lot to do with alignment. Amen? Okay, let me just wrap this up. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, and I just quoted it, or just uh, read it to you. For God made... uh, the, on, the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God through our union with him. 1 Corinthians uh, 6, 17 says, but the one who joins, that's the, the Greek word kaleo, himself to the Lord is mingled into one spirit with him. This is so powerful. Um So joins is the Greek word kaleo, which means to unite, to knit, or weld together, to mingle, or to join together, to make two into one. So here's the deal. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. You you have joined yourself by the blood of Jesus Christ to the spirit of righteousness. We are actually... Um, the righteousness of a God, like I said, in Christ Jesus, even on our worst days, when we don't know where to do, where to go and what to do. And, and, and we have all these things. I, I want you to understand you are the righteousness of God. Because of that, you now have the potential of putting on a robe of righteousness in this realm where you can begin to dominate your circumstances and your situations and your problems and even get healed of your pains. Why? Because you have become one with the spirit of the living God. You have become one with the spirit of righteousness. You have become one and you no longer will be separated like you were before you were saved. You are now have accessibility to the kingdom of God, but we have to make Jesus Lord of our lives. And that's, you know, we have to understand that for for us to live out the life that God prepared for us, we need to live a life of holiness. What does that look like? Holiness is is not um, all the do's and don'ts of of the 613 laws of the Levitical priesthood. It's, it's not about what you can't do. Holiness is about everything you can do. And because you are the righteousness of God, now you have the opportunity to live out your righteousness in this realm and become holy and become more and more purified. And be, what? Because you've been destined to become Pre, sorry, predestined to become just like Jesus. All we have to do is... Uh, 
every day, come before him, submit our lives to him, begin to worship the Father and call forth the kingdom of God and see righteousness, peace and joy, grace and truth manifested in every area and aspect of our lives. I bless you guys today. And I just release right now an anointing and a grace into your lives to begin to receive revelation about your potential and about the birthing of your dream and about you putting on the garments of of joy and and the oil of joy for mourning and the garments of of praise for for a spirit of heaviness and and that you would begin to receive uh, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus not only in your spirit but into your bodies and your soul so that you can be preserved unto that perfect day. Is it all about works? Is it all about what you do? No, but I, because it, I'm, we're, when we're talking about salvation, it has nothing to do with anything you do. But honestly, you to bring forth the kingdom of God, you, you just have to submit to some of the truths of the kingdom of God. And you must just some put some time in and spend time practicing his presence through his word and getting into some anointed services. Love you guys. Hopefully this is helpful again today. Next week we will be coming back to you uh, and, and sharing on the kingdom principle, foundation, and clothing of the peace that passes all understanding. I gotta go because I gotta go celebrate with my wife. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.